This is the Ali Le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another top of the league, best team in the world, Ali Le Rouge. The Reds are coming up the hill. We are relentless. We are imperious. We are untouchable. We are unstoppable. And we're back on our page. But we're only in second gear or third gear, depends on which podcast you listen to. Uh, and what will happen when we start to click and start to play well? Because, you know, after that performance last night, unbelievable. They were strolling around. It was like a, a practice match. So we've won 23 out of 24. We've got 70 points in January. Can I repeat that? 70 points in January. We're 19 points ahead of the so-called greatest team in the history of the world, unbeaten in 41 games, uh, and we've taken our toll to uh, 70 points. Unbelievable. Uh, we smashed all, all, our all-time records, left, right and centre. We are Liverpool. I'm joined on this podcast by Atkinson Stanley manager, John Coleman, controversial, regular guest, John Nicholson, and Jared Miles, a main stand or a moan stand season ticket holder, but not moaning anymore, are we, Jared? Anyway, John, John Coleman, can you put it into words? I mean, what's going on? Um, well, about the success, that the, the unbridled success, I think. Every now and again, you get into a, a rhythm where you believe you're going to win. You believe you're going to win. And no matter what you do, you're going to win. And you just expect it. To things to go in your favour um, you'd expect to score goals when at the right time we've clicked into you know we couldn't keep it, couldn't buy a clean sheet at the start of the season and all of a sudden now like, we're looking you know impregnable as a, as a back four and I think the emergence of Joe Gomez this year to go alongside Van Dijk because I still maintain Van Dijk was better last year but yeah. he didn't have a, as good a partner with him as, as Gomez has the least, last three or four months um, and that means that when you play like that, you know, certain systems like most teams play now, they don't have to. They don't have to play with fullbacks. They can just attack with the fullbacks, and you know, it must be a nightmare to play against Liverpool. You know, well, the proper Liverpool. You get excited, John. Um, well, <laughs> you don't sound very excited. What I was saying to, to, to the editor before, I mean, where of the era when we this was the norm for Liverpool? You know, where the the seventies? No, we we did just the SWAT teams and. The league was more or less over by March nearly every year, yeah. you know what I mean? So, well, you know, it felt like that anyway. Um, and so... But even even our greatest teams never beat all no, 19 teams no, in the league, no, did they? No, they didn't. No, they no. didn't. But, you know, I mean, there was more teams in the league then as well, by the way. But um, it's just... I'm pleased for the younger fans, the ones who haven't... Yeah. You know, don't forget, it's 30 years, isn't it? You know, yeah, and I yeah. never thought... When I was standing on the cop in that Arsenal game, that um, you know when we when we lost in the last minute, that yeah. you'd have to wait thirty years for this to happen again. You know that never entered my head. So you know, for all the ones who've, who've suffered, well, we won it the next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got it the next season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, well, after that, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it's it's been a long wait, hasn't yeah, it? So yeah. you know, John Nicholson, can we actually start mentioning the unmentionable? Um. No, I take, I take the the manager's view basically. Um, just one game at a time. It's done. It's done when it's done. 
You know, he said a few weeks ago it was like a bit of a shank laser, really. Yeah. Don't look left, don't look right, just look at the next game. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have to just keep going like that. And even when it's done, it's done. And if we've done all the records in the team and that, well, that makes it even better. Yeah, you sound like the one of the backroom staff from Liverpool <laughs> FC. There. Well, I've I mean, I said to you a few weeks ago when uh, after one of the matches said that, and they go and you ran away from me. Don't mention it. I said nobody's beaten us this season. You go, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Jared, uh, Michael Owen says he said uh, last night. He said he's never seen anything like it, and this could be one of the greatest teams in the history of football. <laughs> Do you think he's exaggerating? <laughs> Only a bit. I agree with John and the two Johns actually. I think I. Better teams within the 70s and 80s, Dalgleish and Russia and all like that. This is a good side, but they're still not the greatest sides, I don't think, even though we're breaking all kinds of records. Yeah. I still say, like, the other sides were better. Yeah, but like, in, terms of, in terms of what they're achieving now, you know, you never oh, thought... Like, you'd no. never thought we'd be 19 points Quite ahead three, of, yeah. of Manchester City. And I said that facetiously, you know, the greatest team in the history. But that's what they were getting described as a couple well, of years ago, weren't they? Well, they, they look as if they've been I, I destroyed. Don't get, I don't get all this... Oh, don't talk about the league and all that. It's your primary focus, you know. I remember when you know when we were fortunate enough to win the league with Accrington a couple of years ago, and we got promoted. And I said, oh, "Don't mention the P word." Why? That's what you. That's what you're striving for. You should, you know, don't take your eye off the prize. Just keep on it, keep on it, keep on it. And I'd be talking about it every day. But I was a part of the Liverpool staff. We're going well, to win the league. Let's make sure we win the league. Well, that's yeah. what I'm going to say to you. How, how would you if you were so far ahead? Keep a lid on it with the players, but you said you keep on talking about it. But Clough, yeah, John I mean, said he, he just brushed under the carpet, doesn't he? And lets the people talk about it, the yeah. reports and all like that. And he just doesn't want to. I'd say it's a shanglism, he's just one game at a time, like in there. Yeah, yeah. It is, I mean? yeah. Well, we, we, I've, I've, I've experienced it, you know, obviously. Well, that's what I'm going to say. You've experienced it, but you're not, probably not, not, not that the, far not ahead, the, like, not, yeah. Well, we've been quite a, quite a, a bit ahead. But How many not, points have you been ahead in the past? I think we were, when we won the conference, I think we ended up going 15 points clear with about. Seven games to go, and I was still a bag of nerves. I was still dotting places, <laughs> thinking we're gonna we're gonna explode. And everyone was saying to me, "You're mad, you're mad." Yeah. But you know, I embraced it. I, I got the players to embrace it. And as I was telling you before, in the pub, like, we, we used to practice lifting the trophy. You know what we were gonna do, and, all that. and I think, yeah, I think you've got to have that. You know, you've got to have that belief in yourselves. And there's nothing better than when footballers get into this confident groove. And it's like when a golfer's in the zone or a tennis player's in the zone. They do it without thinking. They, they do it in the sleep, and you know. Mo Salah scoring goals in the sleep now, you know, when Firmino started to click again. Yeah. And they're just, they're doing it without thinking. They're not having to think, I'm going to go out now and make this kind of run or that kind of run. Everything's coming naturally to them and, you know, long may it continue. Yeah. I mean, what is it? It's it's 97 points out of the last 99. It's just, unreal, I mean, it's just unreal, isn't it? You know, we, I think everyone's, everyone's, uh, you know, we've lost eulogies to, to give to them, really, haven't we? You know, but I mean, the way Klopp uh, approaches it, he's saying, "No, we're not getting carried away." But it's like, it, you know, the way he's 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 kept everyone's feet on the ground. It's just unbelievable, I think. And you know, if you look at if you look at his mannerisms after the game and the way he gets interviewed, it's it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? You know, the way he's and even the players. He's obviously told all the players, "Don't mention winning the league. Don't but mention it." I think. I think. One of the things that pleases me about him is that he treats a win at Tottenham the same as a win at West Ham. And, you know, you can see the thrill. And, and he he's instilled in the players how important every point is, every point you play for, you know. And and getting that point against United, you know, when we didn't play our best away from home and we got the, we got the draw and, yeah. you know, that's the only blot on the copybook in it, really. But that was a graft to get that point yeah. and keep the unbeaten one going. Mm. And, you know, I think, I think they should be praised for that. Um, it'll be interesting to see if and when they do get beat, does he, 
is it like that uh, the number 17 isn't it you know like two of them will come in a minute you know and <laughs> that's what you're hoping that it doesn't happen but yeah, yeah it's just the way you react isn't it if you do happen to lose yeah. one yeah you know it's just forget it and mm. I, I think that's Klopp's attitude that's what it will be is yeah. forget that let's just look at the next yeah. game yeah. I mean, yeah, they're saying eight now isn't it? we need eight to mathematically to match win it, the uh, Arsenal team oh eight team. to mathematically win the title oh eight to win the title but also eight to we're on 41 unbeaten yeah, now yeah. I think but that's Arsenal only, was 49 yeah. that's only eight if uh, provide Man City keeping it there yeah. as well isn't it so, yeah, but I mean, even even last night's performance, I mean, it was like, it, it was a stroll in the park, wasn't it? I yeah. mean, I know Moyes set up damage limitation, didn't he, yeah. basically, but uh, Liverpool, I hate this idea, get, getting out of second gear or getting out of... Th- but he was, he was strolling no, around. Yeah, but, but, but that's not the case. Liverpool, he didn't seem Liverpool, to break sweat. But what you've got to understand is, you know, I'll take Man City out the equation and to a lesser extent your Tottenham's and your Man United's and your Chelsea's, Arsenal's maybe. Liverpool are miles better than any any teams in the league. And, you know, it's not close to it. The quality of player they've got, the quality of work rate they get out of them, the way they... Oh, you'd, you'd like to think the way they're being coached as well, and the, the, the desire that's in them, and they continue to show, they're better than everybody else, and they should be beating teams. And I, I have all this thing about lucky Liverpool, you know, they've, they beat Villa last last minute, you know, they, they, they beat Leicester last minute. When, you, when you're playing against inferior teams, and I've had to do the way where I've been playing against you know, far teams who are far better than us. You've got your workers out just to stay in the game. So the the actual nature of staying in the game, staying in a nil nil, is physically and mentally draining. Yeah. So that's why we'll 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 kill teams off late on in games. Because they're absolutely out on the feet when they play against Liverpool because Liverpool move the ball that quickly. They play with that many forwards when the two wingers go uh, the two fullbacks become wingers. Mm. And it's, it's very, very difficult to stop. Don't forget, you are trying to stop. In all essences, a, stop, uh, a front five. Yeah. Now, once you stop a front five with a back four, you don't do it. No. So you end up with a back six, a back seven, which then gives the, the midfield more. more uh, Even as you say, in the 70s, five. we were always winning, scored in the last minute winners as well. Yeah. Then, weren't we? Like, yeah. We've yeah. always been done after when we win the trophies. Yeah. Weren't we? Always yeah, like to the very end. Man United did the same. They had yeah. the, the better team yeah. to dominate games. Yeah. And that's why they score so many later. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, in terms of uh, the match last night, you know, there was. Was there ever any doubt in your mind that you know we wouldn't win that game? I mean, I was watching it with the, my brother-in-law, and he's going, "We got to get three, we got to get three. And said, "You're thinking of the 2005, 15 version of of Liverpool FC. You're thinking of the team from five years ago. Yeah, we don't need to score three. Yeah, as soon as we scored the penalty, no, I knew we were going to win. But yeah. I, I, I can understand what, what he's saying because I mean, last season if we'd have, if we'd have won at West Ham, we'd have won the league. Would you know that Noble's goal from a free kick one. Yeah, but even this season, the team are, there's a oh, different there's mentality. Different beast, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We have been the last couple of seasons though, and we like <clears> once you go ahead, you're confident, aren't you, with the defence now? And yeah. as you said, Gomez is coming to his own. Gomez was like that before he got the injury at Burnley last season, yeah. beginning of last season, wasn't it? Yeah. With uh, Van Dijk, they were a great partnership, and the gels again. I mean, I don't think certain times last night, I don't think West Ham could believe the luck, the fact that we were giving them the ball away. Yeah, it was yeah. almost it's, and that's what Klopp was saying in the press conference afterwards. Yeah. It's about it's not about uh, you know how we play. It's about keeping the concentration well, because it's sometimes it's so easy. You've got to keep that concentration, yeah, right. and you could see the players. Well, yeah, so that's what was happening. One of misplaced passes. Their chances they got was a couple of misplaced passes. What he spoke about was counting the counter, isn't it? Yeah. Now it's hard to counter the counter when the team doesn't counter on you. Well, yeah. So and we were talking about today and where a couple of well, Sam Finley, some of the Liverpool fans, we haven't got many in our in our team. 
which is a blow, really. But, <laughs> but we were talking about so things. So out, John. And, and it's, it's, it's as if, sometimes, this might sound crazy, we give the opposition the ball so we can counter on it. To, to <laughs> count a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise, you know, the, I mean, it's well, that's how the second, the bus. That's how the second goal, I mean, the second goal was sublime. Was it? That pass, that pass from Salah. Well, yeah, from Salah's fault. From Salah's fault. Yeah. The, the, the speed of the play is unbelievable, isn't it, Liverpool at, the t- at times, you know, and, and not just last night, you know, you so didn't even go back to Wolves last year, you know, when they, you know, when they broke, yeah. broke away and scored, and it was an yeah. unbelievable pace. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the whole, you know, the whole setup of West Ham was basically stop Liverpool playing, wasn't it? But, well, you know, teams that don't yeah, of course they will, yeah, but, you know, even, I mean, I don't think West Ham fans are like that, would they? they like, you know, they like that type oh. of... We've found uh, a way to beat that, to counter that now, though, haven't we? A few years back, we couldn't do it, but we seem to, if teams sit back, we can, we can break them down now, well, can't we? I, I think... They haven't got. This might sound mad, but we're, we're more patient by not being patient. If that makes sense, because we don't have anywhere near as many passes around the back anymore. We still we're now trying to play in the final third, yeah. and we're looking for ways to unlock yeah. the Whereas, yeah. you know, last year when we drew, when we drew with Leicester and um, who else did we draw with at home in a night match at Anfield? We drew nil nil against a duck egg. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, <laughs> but we drew nil nil, and and uh, Matip and and. Um, and Van Zijk must have passed the ball to each other 150 times. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the way. I think Liverpool have realised that, mm. you know, that... Yeah, yeah. Well, so get, it was West Ham, I think we drew better, I don't feel. Yeah, they, they've realised that they can, get for, they can get forward, yeah. they can probe, and if they lose it, they're going to get it back in, yeah, yeah. in a blink yeah. anyway, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, obviously Fabinho came on now. He played against Shrewsbury as well, but it's like, it's like I mean, he was almost he's probably player of the season last season, wasn't he? Fabinho, but it's almost like he's got a blindfold on at the moment, isn't it? But is it's that always, just down to match fitness? Yeah. It's gotta be, you know. It's, it's always gonna be the case because even when Gomez first came yeah. came in, like in the Napoli game and what have you, yeah. he was struggling a bit for pace and get, yeah. getting caught a bit. And he just needs to play games. And once he yeah. plays the games against that fitness, he's he's been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm sure Fabinho will be once he's had a couple more games, he'll be back to what he was. Yeah. If you look at him, if you if you cast your mind back to the Man City game when we and we beat Man City at home, he was fantastic. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'll have my hands up. I thought he was going to be a dud. When I've, when yeah, I remember you saying that. Games. And well, I've got another thing to remind you of later on in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I honestly did think he was going to be a dud. <laughs> and it came back to Roos last week against me, like he put weight on in that game, didn't he? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, think, I think you're right. I think it's just it's a case of just getting your sharpness back, getting mm. used to playing again. And, and the way we play, He's pivotal because yeah. he handles the ball so well. He takes the ball off Allison so well. He gets himself. He turns in areas that he's got your eye on your mouth. But but when you when you strip it down, he never looks like losing it, does he? You know, but he's on blob, and he turns around and then he starts play off, and that that's when you're breaking the lines. You broke the first line, and he can quickly break the second line to Salah mm. or Mane or Firmino, and then and then you quids in, and then yeah. In terms of uh, in terms of other players, I mean. What do you think? I mean, Salah was outstanding at all last night. He was, yeah. You know, back back to form, wasn't he? I know it can frustrate a lot of people, you know, these sort of like back heels and his back flicks, but they didn't quite come off. But when they do come off, they're just absolutely world-class, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Are you thinking that, you know, he's he's back to, you know, his best or he's still got, an, an, I hate to say it, another gear to go well, with? Well, he, he probably has got a bit more more to give still. But, but you're right, I mean, even at Wolverhampton, when he was maybe kept hold of the ball a couple of times and didn't put players in, still, the winning goal comes from him. I, I know it's sort yeah. of ricocheted off him a little bit, but <clears throat> having three men around him and 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back, Taking yeah. him out of the game and Henderson puts people puts think, in. Defences are terrified of him. Do, do you not yeah. think he's got physically stronger this year? Yeah, he has. He's able to hold people off. And if you look at the, the, the goal against Man United, you know, I, I've been saying this for years. I don't think he's as quick as what people have, have ever made him out to be. I've never seen him win a race. But, <laughs> but in that situation where he's run, the, well, 60 yards with the ball. He's only got little legs, hasn't he? But he's not 60 yards with the ball, but he's. For, for 50 of them he's holding the player off yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. a lot bigger than a brilliant but he, and he, to be able to do that while you're running with that mm. that shows how much strength he's got on his yeah, car yeah, but yeah. he's a whippet as well isn't he that uh, Daniel yeah. James as well yeah. he held yeah. him off good brilliant so in terms of uh, players coming back to fitness like Kaita got on a little bit I mean we, yeah. we've only ever seen I don't think he's played more than six games on the run has he no, we only, we've only seen him in, in small groups of matches really haven't yeah. we and he's picked up another injury he tends to get on on a run and then just pull, picks up injuries no, like. no oh, hopefully yeah, not but, but his, his career so far he does he's half a dozen games and then, yeah. then he's injured and I think the most he's done is yeah. half a six but like Lovren in it in a way Lovren's never played yeah. ten as he on the spin he's been mm. a bit sick nose as well and he like well, that's, that's, defending against, that's defending against Shrewsbury that's defending against Shrewsbury was like a throwback wasn't it yeah. with Van Dyke. that's <laughs> yeah. what it reminded you yeah. of like, the kamikaze yeah, well yeah. also yeah Keystone Cop <laughs> yeah, defending yeah. money. the, the yeah. problem like, that they had against I would have liked to have seen Keita come on because he was warming up for a while wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and you know the, the midfield disappeared it was like balsa wood wasn't it <laughs> and uh, they were walking through I mean that yeah, Lorenz yeah. will get a move on the back of that and he's a decent player you know, don't get me wrong but mm. he looked like um, he looked like Pogba didn't he yeah, yeah. and um, you know do you know much about Jason Cummins who scored the two yeah, goals? Yeah. I mean, well, he, he played for... Uh, he played for, for Hibs, for John For Hibs, yeah. He yeah. looked good at Hibs as well, didn't yeah, he? But, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, never trust lefties, just, do you? What? Never trust lefties with Blondie. <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 he slotted that one away, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not a loon, is he? I mean, you see the uh, post-match. Yeah. 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 doesn't love himself does he <laughs> did he play last night because he got beat themselves 2-0 last night didn't he after the Lord Mayor's show yeah after, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after Gillingham well, what do yeah. you know about I mean Hibbs going to Shrewsbury is that, isn't that a comp isn't that a he's been in Arles he's, he's, he's been to a few hasn't he I think he went to Forest as well um, I think he I think he went to Luton on loan as well so yeah. yeah he just doesn't got going really and, you know it's a lot different playing in uh, English football to playing in Scottish football yeah so in terms of the Shrewsbury game, I mean, it was pretty controversial after the game, wasn't it? Obviously, Klopp coming out with the with the statement. Uh, and maybe, what would you think it was a bad time, do you think? The fact that Shrewsbury was still, the fans were still on the pitch, weren't they? Uh, celebrating. And then it went all over Twitter. Uh, he's not going to be there and he's not playing the, uh, the under-23s are playing. Do you think... Uh, I mean, it's I disrespectful to the FA Cup? I not mean, really, my no. argument is that the FA have been disrespectful to the FA Cup for many, many years. So, you know, what do you think, Jared? I mean, well, I, I don't think he's been disrespectful at all. Like, the FA oh. have disrespected Liverpool over the years, haven't they? Like, so, he's made the stands and I'm made up for it. I, yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I think that's the majority like. view of Liverpool fans, isn't it, John? I mean, looking around, that probably is the majority view because mm. our eye is on the Premier League and, and the European Club Champions League. But John has... Uh, as the Accrington Stanley manager, you've, you've had a few controversial statements from your chairman. Now, I don't want you to talk about your chairman because he's made those statements, not you. But what do you think? Well, he keeps saying that to me. He said, don't let you get uh, labelled with what I say. He yeah. said, you know, I've got my own opinion, you've got yours. Um, and it's difficult, you know, I mean, you're saying that most of the Liverpool fans will agree with Jürgen Klopp. 
well, listen, he'd have to do something major for them to disagree with the way, you know, he's, he is the best manager in the world at the moment, isn't he? So he can do no wrong. And in Liverpool's eyes, he can't do no wrong. Um, whether I would have done that or not in his position, I don't know. Um, I respect that he, he, he sees how essential it is for Liverpool to win the league and nothing should get in his way. I yeah. think he might also have half an eye on their... Um, the European Cup as well. Yeah. You know, in yeah, all yeah. money, the European Cup, Champions League. In it. But um, I think if he'd have saw the draw beforehand and known that he had to go to Chelsea, I think he might have wanted to get beat actually. <laughs> <laughs> against the. Against, to be uh, honest with you though, if we've got the league more or less won, the, the fifth round's not still March, is it? Yeah, but. But then I think if. Uh, yeah. You know, you can throw your strong sides up then. My, can't my, yeah, my argument's still in between big league games, that fifth round. Yeah. My, my argument's about the whole thing, really. I think if you. If you're going to have a, a break, it should be for everyone. Yeah. Um, all all you, leagues. There shouldn't be any football in there. Yeah. But it should be for all leagues. Now, you think about it. I know Liverpool and Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Arsenal, um, or, or Chelsea, sorry, a difference. And, and the other teams are in the Euro, Europa League. But the bulk of the teams who play in the Premiership, they, they are scheduled to play 11 games less than a League 2 team. League 1 would be the same, only... Delhi have gone out, so we've got two games less. So they're, they're due to play 11 games less than a League Two team. Mm. So do our players not get tired? Do our players don't need a break like the, the Premier League players in the way? Now you can say they're playing at high intensity, but they're not. You know, because they have the best of everything. They have the best of the, the facilities, the treatments, the, uh, the conditioning, uh, the travel. Um, so I think if you're going to have a, a break, it shouldn't have been for the, for the Premier League. Should mean it should have been for football yeah. in general, and he should have just closed... Like a, like the factory shutdowns in the in the old days. Yeah. You know, you stop work. Yeah, stop yeah. work for two weeks. Everyone has a blow. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. It's the it's the argument between the Premier League and the FA here, isn't it? You know, Ooh. the authority in terms of um it's it's been almost a fudge, hasn't it? Well it, I can see exactly fudge, where, I can see exactly where Jürgen Klopp's coming from is. Well, why have a shutdown and then we, we can't take part in that shutdown? So why have an all You know, it's like being in work and saying, uh, book, don't book your holidays, right? Oh no, we, we've got a massive, massive job on. We've got a, we've got a bill. If you're a bricklayer, we've got to build so many hours. We, we need you back in. Yeah, yeah. You know, so should we like the shop steward almost? Oh yeah. But you know, yeah. if he's making, plan, he's obviously making a stance, isn't he? He's but, like, but you know, he's trying to, it's a point of principle. This, isn't it? It is principle. I don't know. Yeah. Someone, somebody says making a stance. I think he's just doing what he thinks is right, and he, he's thinking that. Well, you know, we're entitled to a break like everybody else. He's been champion for a break for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, of course, fair. yeah. And not just him, but a lot of the Premier League managers. So you know, I, I think the real problem that you've got, I st- I'd still like, I still like the FA Cup to be treated as a priority for Liverpool because. You know, I'm of the age, I don't remember 65, but I know a lot of people who went to 65 and how much it was the best day of their lives because yeah, it was yeah. the first time Liverpool won the FA Cup. So I'm still, you know, that's still my... A traditionalist, gener- yeah. That's still my yeah. my generation. And, you know, I was telling you before, um, you know, I went to the four the four games against Arsenal, the three replays, um, and I actually took time off work and well, I was only a YTS then, but it stopped me getting a full-time job. Yeah, because yeah. I wanted to go and watch Liverpool and mm. that's how much I valued a replay so I think it'd be hypocritical of me to say to totally agree that you you, you should not want replays or you should feel you but the under, undermining of the FA Cup has been going on since 
the FA. Man United. Bullied Man United, basically, into going to the World Club Championships yeah. for their, yeah, for their 2006 them. World Cup bid. But that's no, when it started. United yeah. were pushed into doing that, really. Yeah, they were, yeah. But yeah, I, and that's in Martin Edwards' book, choice. yeah. yeah. But, that's but, in Martin Edwards' book. But, so it's being undermined. They have the semi-finals at Wembley, which undermines it again. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have the Premier League... Uh, they have the FA Cup final before the end of the Premier League, so they've undermined it so many times themselves. So, but as a Liverpool fan, would you not like to see Liverpool win the FA Cup? Yeah, I would. Course, I yeah. would, but uh, you know, so I'm a traditionalist yeah. as well. So, I'm a traditionalist. As well. I, I think but most if you, someone was to say a, a good couple on the FA Cup or win the Champions League, I'd say Champions League priority. Yeah, but mo- most that. most people of our age have been brought up with you know. Them great the magic of the cup, yeah. Well, beating Evans twice at Wembley, you know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, but, some but like a lot of that magic, you mentioned it before, it's gone. the magic of the cup no, was going to Wembley for the final, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. with what the FA's done with the semis at Wembley. Yeah. And then they make them five o'clock kickoffs or half twelve kickoffs. Yeah. And, and they, still then have, the they still have it before the season but finishes. What I'm saying is the younger lads, yeah. Yeah. the Don't younger be, lads, yeah. or the younger Liverpool fans, won't appreciate this. So no, no. They, they see no. What's the argument about? You know, it's. Yeah. They'll see it like. Like some teams view the the, uh, the Leeson dot com cup mm. in our in our level. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's inconsequential. It just gets in the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you know, well, my, it, we, I, I've seen I've seen Man City win cups and win leagues. You know, and I'd like us to be I'd like us to be. Wouldn't it have been fantastic if you could have won everything this year? Mm. Which we have got the best team in the land, and we're capable of well, doing in the world, it. and we yeah. are capable of winning everything. Yeah. And you know, but when let, you see, let's not get a state. Let's get a state. Yeah. It would have been a great, would have been a great final of Pullman City in the League yeah. Cup, which it should have been. Should have yeah, been the yeah. City in the League yeah. Cup final. Yeah. But when, when you get Championship teams resting players, that's how far the cup has, has fallen. Isn't no, it? But you know, and Championship. It's, it's not so much how teams how far do the, rest players, don't they? But for it's the not FA so cup? much how, how far the cup has fallen. It's how far. It's how much the prize of Premiership football has gone up and success in the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a Championship team or a lower league. I like to have Burnley, you know, I think Burnley will be safe this year. But like to, they can't afford to top out of the Premiership, so they have to prioritise that. You know, that is their bread. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what makes the difference. And Championship teams who are striving to get in there, that makes the mm. difference. The, the one thing that I, I can't believe for the life of me that it hasn't, hasn't altered is playing two-leg semi-final for the League Cup. I just cannot understand that. No, no. And I, you know, ridiculous. that's the most antiquated one out of the yeah, lot. Yeah. And how that stayed in, I don't know. Um, why, why did replays for the four well, down stay in? Because the magic of the cup again, well, was it? Because fi- for the fifth, fifth round, you won't have replays. I, I come up with a proposal, and I think our chairman's going to go to the FA with this proposal. And I, I would like to see this happen. So I think in the third round, the the 20, there's 20 premiership clubs and 24 championship clubs come in. They should be put in one pot. They should be seeded. And then every other team who's in the cup should then go to their place so they should all play at home mm. and then it gives every one of them a payday so every so it's going to give 44 clubs a payday straight away you don't need replays then so you, you go there you take your chance you might knock them out you might beat them on pens go straight yeah. to pens after 90 minutes you know mm. a better chance of, of causing an upset and if you don't cause an upset at least you're getting a payday yeah. you know what so that's uh, you know um, the chairman was going on about the pyramid you know the, the football pyramid so what, does that mean uh, that's what it's all about, isn't it? The fact that the Premier League money's not filtering down to well, the lower the, leagues. The old, problem, the old problem that you've got is that the distribution of money is farcical. Yeah. Um, and, you know... So the, you rely upon cup runs? 
basically. Yeah, basically. We got knocked out. We got knocked out. I mean, if anyone should be more about the FA Cup, it's me because we got knocked out when uh, we played the game with no linesman. You know, two referees got injured. Yeah. There was only one linesman. But this year we got knocked out the FA Cup. Yeah. And and they've got scored a goal that couldn't be given offside because there was no linesman. <laughs> you know, it's like Sunday League, isn't it? Yeah. So if anyone could, should be complaining about the FA Cup, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, but as you talk about Gates there, Burnley played Norwich, two premier sides, 7,000 at the game yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. People are voting with mm. defeat. Well, okay. You see, yeah. the, the problem, the problem is, until the money gets evenly distributed, and, and unfortunately, the bigger clubs realise that they don't really need little clubs. They, they don't really need the infrastructure that's been there in the past. And mm. it's a shame, really. You know, the likes of Bolton's having the problems that they did, Barry going out of business, you know. I mean, but if you look at if you look at the distribution of of funds, it's eighty percent goes to the championship. Uh, I think it's twelve and a half percent goes to League One and seven and a half percent goes to League Two. Now some of them championship clubs they're getting millions from parachute payments from the from the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. You know the gap is getting wider every year mm. and wider every year, and I just can't see it being bridged. That you know. Anyone who buys a football club, they must be mad. And I told him, I said, I'm not many balls. I said, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, it's an absolute money pit. And he's loved it. He's loved, every, he's loved the rides. And to be honest, he's had some really, really great moments you yeah, know, in yeah. such a short space of time. Um, but, you know, you know, if you say, how do you become a billionaire, a millionaire by running a football club? You've got to start being a billionaire and then you'll be a millionaire. Mm. Because you just have to waste that much money. Mm. And, it's, people buy them for prestige, don't they? Well, they do, you know? and they, they buy them for a the hobby, or they've got an affiliation with their own sound. But not many teams will make, well, not many lower clubs will make money, and that's why you know if you if you want to scrap the the, the the replace, which I've got no issue with scrapping the replace, to be honest, like yeah, I, I prefer the seeding system where everyone's guaranteed a decent draw, or mm. most teams it's guaranteed a decent draw. But I also think that if you get the money, the distribution money right in the first place, then the the, the imperative that clubs feel about uh, raising revenue from replays would go mm. up the window. You don't need But it, it just needed a bit of common sense then because once the Premier League had made their decision about this winter break, yeah. winter break, the FA knew that any potential replays could exactly. cause an issue. So maybe they could have said then, well, look, maybe we won't have replays in the fourth round, but maybe because of that, what we'll do is every time where it's a Premier League club against another like a division one or whatever, the division the, the lower team gets offered the chance of to play them at their the ground or break, yeah. on the basis it's just a one-off game. Yeah. And, and let they used them to be choose. able to do that years ago, didn't they? Used you know, to let, let them change those. You know, because they? they knew it was potentially going to happen. This yeah. yeah well, Klopp club said this in the press conference because people everyone's saying, oh yeah, yeah, the clubs agreed to these replays, and Klopp was saying, no, I didn't agree. None of the sports people agreed. Yeah. He said the club. Might have been a, a, an official from the club was at the meeting, but we didn't agree. So he was actually saying, "Look, we did not agree to this. It's being enforced on us." Now the two-week break, obviously the players getting the week off, so they might be going on holiday or whatever. I don't know where Klopp's going, but there's all sorts of rumours on the internet. Uh, a beefer, well, a beefer. Well, but uh, anyway, well, why should why should the club agree to, to this? You know, it's the FA Cup. It's the FA Cup. The FA run the competition. Yeah. So they shouldn't be held accountable by twenty teams when there's. 800 but, teams, isn't it? Yeah, but the Premier League have decided that, that we're in consultation with the FA no, but, that that's when the winter yeah, break but, was. But what you've got to remember is that the Premier League won't football, whether you like it or not, because yeah. who pays the pipe because the team. Yeah, of course, yeah. And so that's that's the situation that we're in now. But, you know, as, as John said, they, they knew this was coming. They, they knew this could have happened. 
I'd have shut it down or, or scrapped the replays for this for this winter break. Yeah. But you know, I I, I, th- I think myself that you shouldn't have extra time in the cup competitions anymore. It should go straight to pens. And then that gives that gives the underdog more of a chance to go to hang out for 90 minutes and do, beat them on Do you not think, John, that in, in those circumstances on Sunday, the way that Liverpool's second half had gone, yeah. that shows we might have really fancied the chances of beating us on pens on Sunday yeah. night yeah. because yeah. Yeah. they yeah. might well have act. They might do right. it anyway. Yeah, they might but yeah. In, that, in, in that sort of moment, oh, on Sunday, David on David on they certainly beat them in extra time. Yeah. If they got some extra time, there's only one winner there. This could happen again next season, this in that same scenario. Mm. If Could Liverpool, do, yeah. if, uh, Liverpool, City, Tottenham, or whoever get into the World Club Championship, it'll yeah, same yeah. dance again, won't it? When the break comes, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a real, you know, I mean, it's a real dilemma. But I've been watching a few shows over the last few days, and loads of different opinions about it. Most people say they, they can see Klopp's opinion and why he's doing it for the players. But as a manager, he should be there. But if he's already decided that's his week off, why shouldn't he have a week off? Mm. You know. I mean, he's saying, why should I go and take the under-23s? I'm not their coach, it's Critchley's their coach. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like sending Capello back to, to manage Italy or whatever, you know. I, I, I can fully understand the points he's making and yeah. the fact that why should we not be allowed to to have a winter break when everybody else is? Well, yeah. not everyone thinks Tottenham and Newcastle is all. Newcastle and somebody else. Um, but the majority of teams can have a winter break. Um, it just... The thing that just saddens you a bit is that how euphoric we were when the kids beat Everton. Yeah. And all that That was a great that, day. It was fantastic. <laughs> one of the best derbies ever, but it, that's but sort of like... The chance we taken off that, Yeah, it? but he used to say the 23s won't beat Shrewsbury, you know, it's like... Well, we played know. the 23s in the, in the leasing dot com. Yeah, and you think Shrewsbury got a better Shrewsbury chance, will, yeah. Shrewsbury will beat Liverpool's 23s. Reckon, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's... Uh, it's Strange it's, things it's, about it's, a, it's a massive debate, isn't it? But, you know... The one good thing is that the ticket prices are being reduced, haven't they? You know, yeah. uh, uh, it's a fifteen. Quite so, yeah. Yeah, quite rightly. You know, but, but you know, I, I think I think you should take it out to him that you know that he's come out and said it, so people know where he stands. Yeah. You know, he could have easily just said nothing, mm. yeah. and then just turned up at that scene. Yeah. You know, yeah. which which then would have been a, a little bit more of a, mm. you know, yeah, of a, a better yeah. better swallow pot, uh, better pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, I think it's going to rumble on, isn't it? And especially yeah. uh, we're playing them on Tuesday, isn't it? Listen, you know so when we're running rounds and they're throwing that league at each other and the cats are no one will take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So when we, uh, our next league game, Southampton, Saturday, they've been on a good run, haven't they, Southampton? I mean, been playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah I think they've won their last four away games or they've won yeah, they four are. out of five yeah. their last away games. Yeah. You know, well, I, I remember watching that game against Leicester that night, 9 mm. 0, and at the end of it, I thought they've got to be a certainty for allegation looking at them tonight. Yeah, they've got a nap way. There's no way they're, they're yeah. going to go down. No, no. they could even, they can, European you know, places now. Well, I looked at the league table before we came in. Do you know that they've won as many games as Tottenham and Man United have won? Have they? They've have won they, more yeah. than Arsenal have won. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were 2-0 yeah, last week against Wolves, weren't they? Yeah, I think they've they've actually, they might have won more away from home than they've won at home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, they've, last, they've won the last four, but yeah. Liverpool's matches against Southampton, we've won our last five, scoring 13 and conceding only two against Southampton in the last five, you know. So, can you see the uh, winning run coming to an end on Saturday, John? Um, the way they look, we're playing now, as I said before, they're taking everything in a slide and the, the, 
it's an economy of effort, isn't it? They're doing exactly what they've got to do. Um, I'm always nervous about it, but I, I think, yeah. Will they be I, thinking of the beach? <laughs> no, no, not at all. And what, I, what, what I, the thing that mar I marvel about with Liverpool is that I know in football how hard it is to go and win away from home. It's difficult to win away from home. You know, you, you, you're obviously up against, you're not playing against the fans, but the fans have a burden on it on, on what goes on with, you know, with maybe influencing decisions or the way the ball goes or whatever. Um, it's very, very difficult, and yet. They are taking into the stride so much. It's as if they just block everything out and say, well, we're playing our game. I'm, and I was listening, reading an article the other, the other week about how you see Alisson and, um, and um, Van Dijk and to a certain extent now um, Gomez and they, they don't get phased by mistakes. No. So a mistake goes, kicking into the stands, going, yeah. well, we're, we're going to defend the throw. Corner, no problem. Now, you even, even, even when Swens hit the post yeah, last night, yeah, they were almost yeah, laughing. Yeah, but <laughs> but you, you go back, you go back three years ago, a corner against Liverpool, you were a bag of nerves, weren't you? Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. you were going to concede from corners, we yeah, were yeah. like, weak as your iron, so, so to speak. <laughs> but like, the only thing that I'm, I'm still not comfortable with, and I don't think, I don't think I'll ever be comfortable with it, because, but it's obviously working because of the VAR, how high a line they, they, they play from free kicks, defending yeah. free kicks. Um, I think it's a matter of time before it, it's going to be costly in a game. Um, well, it was against West Ham last season, wasn't it? That's how they yeah, got their goal. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. you know, and they nearly got one last night, didn't they? It's yeah. not, it was just not because... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Declan oh, no, Rice. Declan Rice with the other one, yeah. yeah. But yeah. just the, the way they set off... Now, obviously, they've worked on this and said, well, nine times out of ten, people make their own and we've got VAR now to, to protect us yeah. because, you know, it's difficult for linesmen to spot, uh, to spot yeah. people offside. So... The brave and and the way they've stuck to it, and you know, they, I think they've only conceded one from an avenue, so you've got to say it's working, but it's still, it still doesn't mean I don't sit right. Yeah, I, I dread it when we when we concede the free kick, I, 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 mm. get a, I get a ball in my stomach, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, flies yeah. in my stomach. So Danny Ings can become the third player to score both home and away against Liverpool in the Premier League season, having previously represented the Reds in the competition. Uh, do you know anyone knows the other two? Penteki. Was he one? Dean Saunders and your favourite player, John John Shelby. John, uh, John Joe John Shelby. John Joe Shelby, yeah. John Joe Shelby, yeah. So do you know the referees, John? On yeah, these? Kevin Friend. Didn't he have know. a controversial decision well, last we, night? We haven't had him <laughs> since. Um, we haven't had him since. Uh, I think it was Palace away this yeah. season. Last time we had him when we won two one. Mm. My brother calls him Kevin Fogg. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, do we think it's business as usual on Saturday? Yeah, you know. without a shadow of doubt. You just can't see them losing, as John said before. You just, yeah. The machine rolls on, I think, isn't it? The machine rolls on, yeah. The red machine. Well, we don't want to get complacent. like We don't want them mainstream moaners there. Uh, <laughs> or the lower cameras. Oh, it, it just shows you that... It's been a, a been a couple of years since I've watched Liverpool on the telly, and I've shouted so much at the telly as I did at the Shrewsbury game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was so frustrated because you know getting two 0 and you can see it happening, like watching one of your kids get run over in front of you. And uh, <laughs> and I was I was running at the telly, and my missus my missus said to me, "Well, what's going on? You know, you're up nineteen points clear. You're going to go nineteen yeah. points clear, and, you know, and everything's doom and gloom." And for that, for that 90 minutes, it gets you like that as a football fan, it gets you like that. Yeah. You know, for them 90 minutes, you get cocooned <clears> in the tunnel <throat> and, and nothing shakes you out of it. Yeah. And would you want to be any other way? 
As I say, my brother-in-law last night was screaming at the telly. And I was going, look, we're going to win this game. They're not going to score. I know they're but not going to score. The fun and he was screaming at me. He said, I'm only happy when the game's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just I, said, enjoy watching the match yeah. and just watching this team play. But I know you score the game more than me, obviously. And, and you know, you, you, you come out with this moan stand. But I think one of the one of the benefits of being a Liverpool fan is, and you compare it, you know, we're from the same city as Everton Knights. And I think when, when Goodison's rocking and when Everton are playing well and they're on top, the fans are unbelievable. They don't half get behind them and they don't half rally them home. You've got a good memory. Even going back to a few years ago when they played City in the, the first leg of the League Cup semi-final and the atmosphere was electric and Everton yeah. played great in the day and the fans played a part in that. Mm. Um, and I think, I don't think Liverpool have done that as much as what they used to do anymore. Possibly yeah. don't have to really. But the big difference is, is that I don't think the Liverpool fans get after the, the players anywhere near like other teams do and particularly Everton so Everton are brilliant when, are brilliant to rally teams home the teams home and, and get behind them when things are going well but when things are going bad it then becomes a bit Cushions of are coming on the field no, it becomes yeah. a toxic, yeah. toxic atmosphere and yeah. people get scared because they're getting broader yeah. and you know you know, I think some of the some some Everton players think that the first name is F off because that's what they, <laughs> that's what is constantly shouted. I don't see that. I don't see as much as you in Anfield. Or, you know, it, it probably goes on, hmm. but I don't hear as much. I think they've been very quiet this season. No, <laughs> but, but there is. You know, I think there's a, a body of people waiting to moan. Yeah, they just, just want you know because that's why they've been used to for so well, many years. Uh, you but, know? but that's football fans in general. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I went to watch it. I went to watch it played uh, a month ago. And I went to watch Telford and Leamington. And I sat down and there's four old fellas in front of me and the game was 30 seconds old and he'd started a tirade of abuse <laughs> onto their own players. And I'm thinking, this is all you're coming for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what was he doing if they score? Yeah. What, what was he doing if they win, you know? Well, as Shankly used to say, it's a place where people can vent their anger. Yeah. You know, and... You pay uh, your money, you take your chance. Uh, to finish, uh, Ali Roos, thanks for coming in. Thanks, John, for coming in. Uh, John Nicholson. John Coleman and Jared Miles, but I'd just like to leave you with this, and it's uh, it's something I did when I was researching the uh, the Boot Room Boys book, and I remembered it. Uh, and basically, Klopp is following in Shankly's footsteps because on the thirtieth of January, nineteen sixty-five, Stockport County uh, played Liverpool at Anfield, and Shankly wasn't at the ground. He decided to go and watch Cologne who Liverpool were going to play in the European Cup. So he was prioritising the European Cup back in 1965. He wasn't at the ground. He was absolutely furious when they only drew 1-1. But he was there for the replay at Stockport and Liverpool won. So I'd just like to uh, leave you on that one. What what team did he play in the replay? What team did he play in the replay? Well, it wasn't the kids. <laughs> but, you know, he's following in Shankly's footsteps. Thank you for listening to Ali LaRouge all around, all around the world, our listeners. Uh, be back in a couple of weeks and hopefully uh, we won't have anything to moan about. <laughs> Thanks very much. See you again. You've been listening to the Ali LaRouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.